Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk 1071. You know, super, super rich people, they got a rich like JLo and Ben Lowe. Ben Lowe? <laughs> Halo <laughs> no, and Ben Lowe had a million Lowe. marriages. They're so in love. They couldn't stop it's having Benifer ceremonies. Benifer That's true. Benifer Agenifer. That's their official publicationship name. Well, they had a lot of properties when they got together. Yeah, it's hard being rich. It is. And uh, we should really consolidate our portfolio. Well, as yes. you know, they bought homes and then said, I don't want to buy that home. And then they would pull out on that one. And then they would they finally settled on a $60 million Costco that looks very inviting. It looks Not. like a huge big box store from the aerial view. It looks so boring and not inviting. So you're not going to buy it. That thing I will say is, there is a really cool um, little grotto. I love that little natural pool thing that's, they have. That's the house I'm going to talk about. That's the house she just sold. Oh, why? Okay, so she sold her very last single. So she sold it for $34 million. This is the last solo home pre-Affleck. So now they're going to be together forever. Yeah, but be together in a giant ever. compound that's actually... T- a bunch of buildings. Yeah, she's like, nice go try. to the pharmacy department. I don't want to see you today. <laughs> <laughs> go to the tire center. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about this $34 million home. She bought it in 2016 for $28 million. You can go to our show links page and find the pictures of this home. This is, this is such a better home than the I, Costco that they bought. There is parts, I, I mean, at least I, I'm just looking at the outside. It looks kind of weird to me, but well, there's the grotto a video. thing is really cute. There's a video that plays that is a couple of minutes that TMZ put together that's actually, it's very homey. It's very inviting. You get to see a peek into each room and it just, it's a warm space. Well, it just seems like a livable home yeah. versus the like corporate complex. It looks like Amazon or yeah. like Google or something. Yeah. Or just um, like Target's like headquarters out in Brooklyn, wherever. Yes. Yes. So um, this place, you know, it, it has like this huge movie room. And yes, the grotto outside, it's kind of a creepy pond to me. I but, love it though. It looks very natural. Like I, I would love to have like I want a natural saltwater pool. Yeah. And I want like wildlife. I want to have like monkeys and this birds. Would, well, you could probably in this setting, it's very tropical, but it's also enclosed. Like there's a lot of privacy on this property. Yeah. It's in the in Bel Air, I believe. So it's, you know, part of it is like has they've just built it up to have a lot of privacy around it. It just feels like an oasis. Yeah, well, and it also feels livable. Like, the spaces, like, they're a little grandiose in terms of, like, the furnishings and accessories and et cetera. Like, the, you know, the... You can still tell, like, somebody with a lot of money lives here, but... Oh, yeah. But it's far more livable and way more practical. 
Yeah. Because I don't understand. I can somebody do a documentary. You know how they have documentaries on like, um, like life on a cruise ship or life in a, you know, bread factory or, you know, Mm -hmm. just like those giant documentaries of things like it would be interesting to have a documentary of like insanely wealthy person's home. And like, here's what goes on in a day. Not about the people. What about the home? Mm-hmm. So, like, the let's staff. go to their new home, this Costco business center. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just because I want to know, like, who's showing up in the morning to work. Yeah, it's like, a complex. What is, yeah, like, what it's is it like? $60 life? million. Dollars. What is it like to to work there? Like, do you ever see Jennifer Lopez? Does she actually show up in this home at any point? I don't know. Or are they constantly in other homes? You know what I'm saying? Because he's still got that home in Georgia that they got married in. Yeah, this is her last solo home. So. No, I'm saying like. Yeah, that he has. You're right. That's what I'm saying. So this is only her. This is her last home. The one she sold. Yes. Yeah. So Not you the would Costco think that, Center. I mean, surely they have one like on Lake Como or something in in Europe. Oh, I'm know, sure they've got many properties just around the world. If yeah. they can afford a sixty million dollar, that Costco might just home. be the last home that she actually lived in. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee their real estate portfolio is includes homes they've never lived in. Oh, absolutely! Just in case, you know, they need to... well just for real estate value. Mm-hmm. Because when you're a celebrity and you buy it for twenty eight million. You're going to be able to sell it for $34 million. Although, with the cost of uh, homes going up, you think it would actually be more. Because that was in 2016 that she bought it. Yeah. But $6 million, that's not I just want to see what it... Like, how many staff is in, are, work in this home? The big one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we can find out. Let's call it her It looks publicist. so impersonal. I don't know, Mike. Is this your taste at all? Which is totally fine. It's no judgment. It's just not my taste. The new one? Not at all. Yeah. I love the old one. Yeah. And I can I, I can imagine you would one. you would be like you would find the creature comforts in this new home to be somewhat, you know, tantalizing. But I just think like it doesn't feel like it has a soul. No. Although if, I'm not looking at the inside right yeah, now. Yeah, have we ever seen the inside? It just looks so barren. Just even the way it's, you know, the the pool on the outside and just the starkness of it's just gray and white, and it just looks like a big gray and white box. Box, yeah. And so you've got these, we're talking about the new home now. You've got these um, open air porches, I guess you would call them, that are very, very deep. You know, you can tell that you could be, that's like the size of my entire house is the porches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, um... it's probably 2,500 square feet or something there, top to bottom. Click on the link that I just put in underneath your TMZ article. Okay. And again, we're looking at the JLo home. This is the oh. Chris Hemsworth home in Australia. Oh. It takes that home wow. and does it one better. It is like a two-story, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's an even more of a oh. Costco complex. That looks like a place to work for sure. Yeah, I mean, it is just a mega mansion that has no soul. You're right. Like, if you drove up to that and you're like, we're home, you'd be like, oh, my God, how many people live here? You're like, is there a cafeteria in this workspace? Someone could die in that house and you wouldn't know. (laughs) My gosh. Like, you would want to give everyone a life alert bracelet, like, if somebody came to visit you, because, like, what if you just disappeared in the home? I would like to know where you are. 
If I had that much money, I want to live in a historic castle or something. Well, yeah, for like, sure. Like, you know, an that's, old we're weird. home. We're weird. That's, you know, been yeah. there since 1858. Yeah. How many bedrooms do you think are in that Chris Hemsworth? If you saw it, don't oh, say. Chris. I did not see that it. That Chris Hemsworth home that he just posted. Mm. How many bedrooms do you think are in that complex? Oh, I mean, 10? No. 12. Yeah. Six. Six. What? There's uh, only six. I scrolled down in the article. When you have a mansion of this magnitude, six bedrooms almost feels like a restraint. On the other hand, each one of them are probably massive. But yeah, apparently there are only six bedrooms in that place. Oh, they built it have... specifically for their family. Oh, man, if they fell on hard times, you could just rent it out Can as separate apartments. If they were like, hey, we want to have a party here, but we have to invite 20 people. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't put yeah, we 20 people up in the house. Yeah. Excuse me? I'd get an air mattress out. I'd be like, do you see your home? Just blow up an air mattress in the third I'll be gym. Sleeping. I was going to be three like, gyms in that house. I'll sleep in the theater. <laughs> I love. That's what I love when homes like J Lo's old home. She just sold. It had a really cool like home theater yeah. with tiered seats mm-hmm. and like. Although a real I do theater. appreciate building a huge ass home theater for yourself and like two friends. It's <laughs> like <laughs> I don't want to have sixty people over in my <laughs> oh, house. No, no. But that looks like a cozy. Like you could probably fit. I don't know. Anywhere from ten to twenty people in yeah. it. So, how much did that home sell for? Do you know? Um, J Lo's first, oh, the last house she just sold. Yeah, thirty-four million. She bought it for twenty-eight million in two thousand sixteen. All right, so we're not going to be able to afford it. I know. Well, great. Good that, luck was to them. that was uplifting. That was <laughs> uplifting. I feel great. I mean, so, how do you even trick or treat at that house? You can't get in. They don't trick or treat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they ain't opening up their gate for like us to walk up the driveway. Uh, yeah, you know, like uh, just talking about the sixty million dollar Costco. It's an aerial view, and you just you can't really wrap your mind around the and how enormous it is until you look at the huge truck, like a eighteen wheeler type truck that's parked in their driveway, it's and the dwarf. person is yeah. so small. You're like, oh my god! I bet they put a big bowl at the gate of candy. <laughs> oh, and then some Yahoo kid drives up and dumps the whole bowl in, and that's all you're getting. Yeah, they open their hatchback. There's like it's a like little a sign that says from the Take 80s. one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you know what Alexis Thompson did that, and somebody stole her entire bowl. Yeah, of course, like they stole the bowl, girl. We've been doing that since the 1980s with our pillowcases. If somebody was stupid enough to leave a whole bowl of candy out on Halloween. Oh, I would have too much guilt. I couldn't do it. As a child? Yes. Oh, well. You're a better woman than I. Well, I was a little Catholic child, so there you go. All right. From J-Lo to Slandy. What's a Slandy? It's another publication ship, and they've been spotted once again. Find out where and why when we come back right here on my... Hello, hello. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Oh, we have such a great deal going on right now at Livia Weight Control Centers, and they want to help you make the most of every single day. Do you feel like this year has flown by? I mean, it's almost the end of October. Well, you can get three months free when you mention me at Livia Weight Control Centers. Join now, and you can lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first Two weeks. Think about all the weight that you could lose even before the holidays. And going into the new year, 
you'll be a new person. So right now you get three months free if you join Livia today. They are doctor-recommended programs. They are customized to your needs, and it is a great choice. I did it, and I am so glad that I lost weight with Livia. So it's 855-GO-LIVIA, or just check out Livia.com. They have a bunch of tips on there right now, even before you join, and you'll get three months free Call today, 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071. Oh, gosh. Come through. The publication chips out there. We've got scandalous relationships that during the actor's strike, everybody decided to get divorced and possibly at the same time because they started hooking up before they were divorced. Who am I talking about, Bradley? Well, uh, we have an update on Slandy. That's a publication ship for you. You may have forgotten because they kind of went radio silent, at least silent on this radio station, for the last couple weeks slash month or so because, well, bigger fish to fry. Mm -hmm. I mean, God, where do I begin? Anyway, Slandy is, of course, Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater pants. Right? Ethan Slater? I almost forgot his name. Yes. He's uh, SpongeBob on Broadway. And he also is in Wicked with her. He met her. That's where they met and uh, fornicated as married people, not with their chosen spouses. Right? I mean, I would assume so. That's allegedly, supposedly, the rumor that they cheated on their spouses and then ended up in each other's arms. There is an update, Dawn. They were spotted by some keen eyed My Talkers. My Not really. Uh, page six. It'd be kind of fun, though, if somebody was like, hey, I was in New York over the weekend and I saw Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater getting touchy-feely during an intimate date night in New York City. Um, but that's exactly what TMZ was able to find out. <laughs> they obtained photos. What? You know how they like describe a person like they say Ariana Grande and then they'll quote some song or project to associate yeah. like the... The Hit Me Baby One More Time singer. Well, this one says, uh, the breakup with your girlfriend, I'm bored singer. Because mm. she's... <laughs> well played. Well played. You don't see. <coughs> oh, my God. I almost choked. See, Are that, you okay? That was the spirit trying to get its revenge. <laughs> get out, spirit. Ariana Grande's marriage to Dalton Gomez is officially over, as TMZ points out. Um, and so I think what they're trying to suggest is that these two... Now that everything's official, they're being out and about in public again. Mm-hmm. Well, the photos are, they are kind of like, this is not your typical paparazzi stroll where they were like, hey, we're going to be here, show up. But, because the photos are kind of grainy. Yeah, but isn't So that- it could have been Beverly from, you know, Cincinnati who was there and she's like, oh my God, I think that's Ariana Grande. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, or it could have just been a tabloid person who was trying to make it seem like it was yeah, totally... that's probably their new... Because we have some other pictures we're going to talk about next that look even grainier than this. Maybe that's their new technique. What do you mean? What other photos are we talking about? Oh, uh, our next story. What's our next story? About Mauricio. Oh, yeah. Umansky. Yeah, yeah. So whether these photos were intentional or not, um, it's clear to me that they want to be seen because they're going out in public, mm-hmm. right? So that means they're comfortable. And I'm going to choke on my food. Hold on. Keep that's talking. okay. Um, so it looks like they were at the Mandarin Oriental. Yeah. Hotel, uh, which is gorgeous. This and beautiful spot overlooking downtown Manhattan. Yeah. It's like the table faces, the two chairs look outward into the city. Well, I wonder if they turned the chairs that way because they were like, then we don't got to look at all the riffraff. Or they were like, we know we're going to have some grainy photos of us taken and we want to look like we don't notice. They do get very it's a like soft launch. They are. It is a soft launch. <laughs> they are sitting sort of like side by side, which is that fun date um, date night where you sit next to the person instead of like opposite them. Do you oh, ever do that? I still do it. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's fun to do that once in a while. Yeah. But they're doing that like, oh, we just want to be close. Mm-hmm. Or you want to look at everybody else in the restaurant and gossip about them. But they're looking oh, out to the city. Okay. That's just do you do that? I was going to say. It's just like, okay, let me get a look at what's happening in here. They don't want to do that because they're staring out the window. But occasionally they do gaze into each other's eyes in these grainy photos. Can I also just say, like, I am curious where this all goes. I wonder if they, well, first of all, what, what's the status of Wicked? Um, well. The film. The film. Of the musical. It's going to come out. Well, so I'm saying, like, is there a reason they would be showing up in public? Because usually publicationship sightings coincide with projects. I don't know when it comes out. It was my understanding that it was like a week away from being wrapped up uh, and then the strike hit. I don't think it's done. Uh, okay. Or was well, it? You're right. That sounds London, very familiar. So wouldn't they be exempt from that? Or because they're SAG after actors, it doesn't apply? I think, yeah. yeah. Let me see here. It probably doesn't matter where you're filming. I think Unless it just depends on the work, a part of that. if the exactly, work is struck yeah. or not. Mm. And that would depend on the production company. I mean, there's so many things that we've learned, you know, including yeah. but not limited to what Halloween costume you wear. If there is a reason for them to be in public, we will find it out. Because that is one thing we're very good at here on The Adventures of Bradley well, and Dawn I mean, is spotting publicationship maneuvers. I mean, if it goes anywhere where his hand is going, it's very close. Okay! When we come back, another hand going close, (laughs) Mauricio's. We'll tell you where it went when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Look, I know there are a lot of places that you can choose to bring your vehicle. But if you're looking for someone that you can trust your vehicle with, and that's no small thing because your vehicle... Gosh, it gets you from point A to point B and wherever you need to go every single day of your life. That car you're driving, whether it's brand new, used, whether you're leasing it, it is super important to get you where you need to go 
It is a part of your life, and you don't just trust a major part of your life with anyone, but you can trust your vehicle with Tom and his team at Boulevard. Why? That's where I trust my vehicle. I truly bring my vehicle to Tom and his team for scheduled maintenance. I brought it there in the past for issues I've had with my car, and each and every time, they take great care of my vehicle, fix it, get it back into tip-top shape, and they give it a car wash so when I pick it up, it looks great, and it feels great to be behind the wheel with Boulevard Auto Works. Tell them Bradley sent you. Are they real? Are they not? The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Hi. Hi. All right, Bradley. We have to talk what? about these pictures that, were they planned? What pictures? I don't know. They're pictures of Mauricio Umansky. Who's he again? He is Kyle Richards' husband on The Real oh, Housewives yeah. of Beverly up? Hills. Well, they are working on their marriage. There was this controversy when he started Dancing with the Stars where they asked him about like, well, let me back up here. Kyle Richards, his wife, had been seen a lot with um, Morgan Wade, the country singer. People were saying they are splitting up because Kyle is having an affair with this Morgan Wade woman. Yeah. Now, it turns out that she was in her video, and she's doing a documentary about her life. Oh, so maybe it was a little spawn con. Either, little... Yeah. Either way, you know, they were still, Kyle said, we are separated, but we're working on our marriage. We're just working on and it. And we're still appearing in commercials together for that weird aroma candle business. <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> no. On cable, Scott no. Disick and... Oh, no. Uh those two, they okay. do this thing where they're like, we just love our house smelling good because of these scent things. Okay. Anyway, I'm just saying, they're still advertising together as a family. Okay. Well, hey, you got to make that money, right? Mm-hmm. So he now, then he caused controversy because they asked him about it whenever he joined the cast of Dancing with the Stars when he was being interviewed. And he's like, we're not, we're not separated. We're not splitting up. And people are like, what? And then Kyle did an interview and said, just to clarify, we are separated, but we're working on it. And then he This is the new celebrity attention-seeking oh behavior is to be de- divorcing, be separating, <laughs> but not. Yeah. Because, hello, yeah. Kim Zolciak, Croy Bierman. We're still having hello, sex Jada. and sleeping in the same bed, yeah. but we're not. Hello, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. We're still separated. I'm sorry to get very emotional. <laughs> It was the apple I just ate. So, I don't know if this rumor is true, but there are photos out there that he, Mauricio, is holding hands with his Dancing with the Stars partner, Emma Slater. Well, like for a dance or what? No. So, they were spotted getting flirty during a romantic dinner date in Beverly Hills. And, you know, that could just be friends because they have pictures of them going in and out. But then... There are some grainy photos of them, like, walking into a parking garage, and they're holding hands. What is this? (sighs) Okay. Dawn. Come on. She put her arm around his waist. Have you been down this road before? I have. Yeah. I have. So The Dancing with the Stars romance road? Yeah. Showmance. It's a showmance. Mm -hmm. And this happened. Now, sometimes it leads to more, a.k.a. Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess. Yeah. Peter Murgatroyd and uh, Max Schmerkowski. Yep. I think it was Max. There's yep. brothers. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. I can't keep them straight. But yeah. anyway. Nikki Bella and Artem. Some of these are real. Some of them are trumped up for purposes of the show. I think nine times out of ten, there's always this narrative that like, oh, because who was it last season that was allegedly, supposedly together, but then they weren't? 
Um, oh, we talked about it, and I oh. can't remember now. Anyway, the moral of the story is we've been down this road before. I'm not buying it until, you know, they get a podcast together. <laughs> A.K.A. Brian Austin Green and yes. Charna Burgess, who um, are now living together and, if not married, engaged. What if I told you that part of the reports of their romantic dinner inside is that they exchange kisses while seated at the bar? Because they know people are looking. And like, she let, wrapped let, her arms let around me ask his you a waist question. in Go the on. parking lot. You're going to be my dance partner. I'm I, not saying in real I'm life. Not I'm not kissing saying, you if you, that's what you're going to ask. I'm saying imagine yeah. that you and I are doing this. Not as you and I, but like as two people, right? Uh-huh. On this show. You and I are on a show together. We're in a restaurant. You are fully aware that we are on a show that thousands of people watch. So you are hypercritical and aware of anything you're doing in that, on that dinner day. Oh yeah. Even if it's unrealistic, even if no one in the restaurant knows who you are and is not paying attention, you are still thinking I have to be careful and be on my best behavior because I am on a TV show right now and I don't want to do or say something that would get me in trouble or people could misinterpret unless it's dancing with the stars where all bets are off. Well, no, I'm saying it's totally planned. Like they know exactly what they're doing. So if they're kissing at dinner, it's because they know that that's going to get out. Someone's going to talk about it. Right? Yeah. I mean, tell me, I mean, I, maybe you don't agree with that, but I just think it's so obvious. (laughs) Yeah. The kissing inside is, is, um, a different level, but the pictures that are grainy where they're walking away, um, because they're grainy. And that made me think that they're just taken by somebody's Samsung. But again, it's the act of holding hands when you're in public with someone and you're on a TV show. Yeah. If you and I had a secret romance, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You would not be holding hands in public. No. It, yeah. Out in the open air, walking through a park. Unless. Lot. You wanted people to talk about. And wanted people to vote on you and your tango. And so if somebody fulfills the request that you have put out there without really asking mm-hmm. directly, then your job has been accomplished. True. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't buy it unless, you know, again, who knows? Maybe we'll find out that this was true love. It was a romance. They figured it out. And then Kyle, bye. But this just seems like a lot of publicity. Yeah. I mean, hunting. ultimately... I think that it's important for them to their their identity is wrapped up in Real Housewives and that storyline. And sometimes it gets gross, like gross, meaning bad reputation because of things that you did see Lisa Renna like she's not on the show anymore. They need their stars to shine outside of the show is what I'm saying. So maybe it's all set up like she decided to do this documentary about this country singer and they realized, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we got attention for that yeah. by you? And then he is getting Meanwhile, attention. We're on still doing commercials together as a couple because it makes money. We don't so know when is, those were filmed. This is all making, this is just all making more money. And ultimately here's the other thing. It is not to say, cause I can hear the, you know, hopeless romantic out there. And it's not that I'm not a romantic person. I've just been on planet earth long enough to know that, my romance is sometimes trumped by reality. It's not to say that there aren't people who do fall in love on TV shows when they work together. And I know like the, the sort of like 
tale of like we're dancing and dancing is a very intimate experience and, and when your you're body's holding, close. holding each other and he's know. in the best shape of his life his abs i mean he has his shirt open like he's like check out my abs yeah did you almost Google it? You reached no, to your computer. What I was going to do is I'm still trying to figure out. I know we had this exact conversation last season. Oh. That there was a showmance uh-huh. and people were like, oh, this is a thing. And it turned out it was just for the purpose of the show, meaning it didn't last, but it got eyeballs on the okay. show. Okay. So, so season, uh, uh, let's see, 2022 Dancing with the Stars. Oh gosh! Rick Stewart and Daniel Durant. Hmm. Any idea who? Maybe. It's what I saw. Pop Sasha up Farber and Emma Slater's breakup. We're looking back on all the showmans well, that have both, come out of Dancing with the Stars. They're both professionals. So Sasha oh, okay. and Emma Slater is the one with Mauricio right now. Oh. Okay, so they broke up. Um. Yeah, I can't remember who was last. Wasn't it like an, a guy was the celebrity and a gal was the dancer? I could be totally making this up. Anyway, I'm just saying well, like all I, the seasons have somebody. I mean, the list yeah. is so long of people that had showman. Oh, my God. Remember Robert Herjavec or however yeah. you say his name and Kim Johnson? Yeah. That How was about Matthew thing? Lawrence and Cheryl Burke? Alan Burstyn and Alexis Wren. Alan Burstyn? Alan. I'm kidding. <laughs> I believe his brother has a dance studio here, Alan Burstyn. Uh, Alexis Wren. Well, and then we just we just had the story of like so-and-so said that they wanted to get it on with Derek Huff. They didn't think they could control themselves. Who was it? Whose memoir? Some oh, celebrity who was right. with Derek Huff. I swear we just That's read right. that. That's right. Oh, she my gosh. She was hopeful that they were going to get it on. It was um, Brooke Burke. Brooke Burke. Right? Or Brooke Burke no, Charvet? You're right. Brooke Charvet? Yeah. I think. I don't know. Anyway, moral of the story is I'm not surprised. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I guess we'll find out if this is a temporary dalliance. We'll have to find out. And if unraveling. it is, if if it is a relationship that continues on, will you admit defeat to me? No. Um, but what I will do is say, I still believe in true love. There's like true? one bachelor bachelorette story that I watched that I was like, that is true love. Oh, really? Sean Lowe. Sean Lowe. They and Catherine Juche or whatever. I can't remember her last name, but, um, they are definitely all in. Oh. They were true love. Yes. Yes. And they're a beautiful couple and now they have a family. <laughs> See, I, I'm not totally dead inside. When we come back. We have to go back to Britney. Why? Because her book came out today. Because her book is out. You guys, have you picked up the memoir? Uh, we've got some new stories. Actually, Dawn is going to share with us that story about her audition tape that was released. Mm-hmm. Her audition for Notebook with Ryan Gosling. Dawn will tell us all about it and more when we return right here on my. Hey, y'all. Oh, hey, y'all. Oh, hey, y'all. Oh, hey, y'all. That's the hail duck. <laughs> no way! <laughs> no, that is the hail duck. Uh, the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you for joining us here on My Talk. Brittany's book came out today. And a lot of things are going on, not just people consuming it. Yes? Come through. Wow. I just hope I don't get a migraine. Hmm. Uh, so, Brittany, uh, some things have come out about her, you know, from her own words that are like, wow, 
that's shocking. Tell me more. But then there are other people coming to her defense. And I really love this story. It is about the director from The Notebook who has released her audition tape that she had with Ryan Gosling. Do you want, she must have gotten permission to do that. Like she must have reached out to Brittany and said, can I put this out there? Because that seems kind of ballsy, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean. Why did, did she say why she did that? I think it's Nick Cassavetes. Oh, he. Yeah. Uh, well, they wanted to let everybody know what an amazing actor she was. So they, the, it's an emotional scene and they said she was phenomenal. And that basically it was down to her and, um, oh gosh, Rachel McAdams, that she actually beat out several actresses to get that far in the audition process. Not limited to, but including Scarlett Johansson, Claire Danes, Kate Bosworth, Amy Adams, Jamie King, Mandy Moore, and more. So she did have some chemistry. She knew Ryan Gosling from being on the Mickey Mouse Club with him as a kid actor. And so she worked really hard, and they said that she was just so good. They ended up ultimately giving the part, of course, not to her, but to Rachel McAdams. Do you want to hear her audition? Yeah. Okay. I pray for you to die. And the Lord, like, will not die. I would have felt completely horrible if you would have died, but I just... I kind of didn't want you to be alive anymore because I couldn't bear the thought of you being with somebody else or of us never seeing each other again. So I gotta go, okay? No, I'm so confused. It may not seem like it, but I really am. For seven years, no matter what I did, I couldn't get you out of my mind and then and then I met Lon, and I told him I'd marry him, and I, and I want to marry him. I really do, but then I saw your picture in the paper, and I knew I had to see you again because we never really finished things, not really. And now I'm here, and it's like, I feel so much, and all these adulcet feelings have come back, and I don't know, but I still love Lon, and I, I'd never break off our marriage. I would never do that. But basically, all I want to do is crawl in a hole and stay there for the rest of my life. You tell me what I should do. Tell me. Should I leave before I make a freaking total mess of things or just just stay here and absorb whatever time we have left together? Please, tell me what should I do. I mean, it's not like the best acting in the world, but it was definitely good enough to get her to the point where she it was up against her and Rachel McAdams. I'm just curious. Um, apparently it was Matthew Berry who released that clip or gave it to oh. the Daily Mail. He was like a Broadway playwright, producer. Okay. I'm just curious, like, what made him think that now was the time to release it? I mean, obviously the book, but, like, what is in it for him? Hmm. I would I mean, say... I'm not expecting you to have the answer, but... Well, just, maybe he just really appreciated, you know, and wanted to have a positive story if he had a, uh, a positive yeah. experience with her and wanted the world to know that... Mm-hmm. You know, there is more beyond just what we hear in the book or see in the tablet. Well, I will say in the book, she does talk about her, you know, it is clear because I don't think we often, or at least I'm, I'll speak for myself. I don't always remember that, like, you're a young, talented child and you probably 
want to act, but not everybody is going to have the chance to act. So one of the other things you can do if you have a good voice is sing and dance. And she had that training and then, you know, kind of had that experience from uh, Mickey Mouse Club and stuff like that. Right. Uh, But since she was a child, like singing and dancing was always sort of her thing. But it was like she wasn't it wasn't clear what direction she was going to go in at a certain point. Like, is she just going to go into acting? And you see that with like her contemporaries, right? Mm-hmm. Because you see Ryan Gosling, he goes into acting, but he can certainly sing and dance, right? Yeah. Um, you know, even uh, Christina Aguilera. Um, uh, who else? What's the Michelle? Not Michelle Williams. There's another actress who from Mickey Mouse Club who went into acting, and then there are just like the others who went into like singing and pop careers, mm-hmm. right? Like. It's just interesting to see, like, she she was multi-talented and could have probably gone in a number of different directions, but ultimately she decided. And, and in fact, in the book they talk about she and her mom decided that she wasn't going to go the girl group route. Mm, she had the opportunity. I see. As Justin Timberlake was going the boy band route. Right. She and her mom decided they wanted to pursue, like, a solo career. So it's just interesting to see, like, she's trying a little bit of acting. She's trying to do the singing and dancing thing. She's doing the TV thing. Yeah. And I I haven't read the book yet, obviously, but I did read something about her, and you might not have gotten to this part yet, about her experience on Crossroads, you know. No, she hasn't gotten there yet. That she got so into character oh, that yeah. she did not know how to come out of it, and she didn't have anybody helping her. Yeah. And so that was very confusing for her. Uh, she went so. method without... She didn't even try. And then she didn't know the separation between her and her character. So it's almost good that she didn't go that route. Yeah. Well, and maybe that happened for a reason. Yeah. Or didn't. Yeah. Because she She, wasn't prepared for it. Right. Right. And even mentioning like I didn't after that experience, I really didn't want to act again. Um, But she she also criticized for that role, like that she wasn't good in it. People were saying that she well. And I think some of that, too, is like, oh, you can't be more than one thing. You're only allowed to do one thing. And if Mm -hmm. people know you as that thing, they're not going to accept you doing the other thing. Like people did that to Madonna all the time. Like, oh, she's trying to act. And it's like there's some really crap actors out there. Like, I don't I'm just saying, like, you can open your mind and people can do multiple things and they don't have to be like the best at each one of them in order to get joy from doing it in the book that I up to the point that I have read the woman in me, she talks a little bit about and reminds me how much star search was a thing. Oh yeah. And just how bizarre that concept is to me thinking about it in 2023, the idea of like, let's pull these, put these little kids out on stage. You had Mm -hmm. Ed McMahon who was like, Hey little girl, you got some pretty eyes. Uh, Do you have a boyfriend? Ah. Can I be your boyfriend? Uh oh. And you know, like just the way that that was like, like we grew up watching all that, and we we're did. like, this is totally normal. And we th- we never thought in a million years in 1985 or whatever it was, 1988, yeah. that it would be a bad thing for a kid to become a star. Well, yeah, star that's what I mean. Like we we're kind of naive, right? Now I'm not totally. saying Ed McMahon was like a creeper, but no, it's that thing of like treating kids as if they're little adults. Mm-hmm. which that was a thing then in a way that I don't think people were going and not that every kid who was talented and, you know, did went on to do great things was somehow like, you know, mistreated or damaged or like what have you. But it is just weird to think, cause I don't think that that would happen today. Mm. I don't think we, we treat 
topical, though. Maybe it does. I guess I just don't pay attention. Oh, yeah. But like Nickelodeon, I guess, was kind of that mm. has kind of taken that place of like, you know, um, giving young people an outlet f- for getting into Hollywood. But mm-hmm. like Disney Channel. Scary. Yeah, definitely. After reading Jeanette McCurdy's book, uh, who was on Nickelodeon? Yeah, that was uh, it's it's just absolutely the worst. I'd be mom terrified ever. as a parent. I would be a horrible theater parent or like star mom. Yeah, because I would just be like stage mom. I would just be like, no, we're not doing that. Right. I mean, <laughs> a lot of opportunities might yeah. you might get passed up. I mean, how much do you have to agree to? As a stage mom to go, yeah, okay. I'll well, let knowing her do that. when people are genuine or t- trying to take advantage of you, I would be with my daughter twenty four seven. Yeah, like I would be, and that's like how they become, you know. But that's also got its challenges, right? Sure, it does. Totally, you're trying to watch out so that nobody is a predator. I, I will say, Brittany had that Fifi McGee. What's her name? Fee. Oh, I can't remember her name. It's like Fee. She called her Fee. Nick. Nanny Fee. It's not Nanny Fee, but this woman. Nanny McPhee. It's like <laughs> Falada, I think her last name was. Anyway. Oh, I don't even know about this person. She's in the documentaries. Um, she was close, super close and kind of like there to like be a friend, but also a guardian when her mom couldn't be there. Mm. And um, she was separated from Brittany uh, by her dad because they they were too close oh god and um right her dad did not felicia colada i'm sorry i got Mm. that way wrong but felicia colada okay she was a woman that sort of they brought on to like be her like minder but also like friend and just like a person to make sure she you know had somebody like a chaperone right okay Man, I just, yeah, I can't wait to read it. I know getting into the ins and outs of her childhood might not be the most uplifting thing to read at times, uh, but I think it'll definitely have people understand her in a way that she needs right now, because all we're seeing it is, there's a lot of joy in the book so far, too. I'm only an hour in, so like, I don't want to oversell it, but like, she's not, I mean, I've heard some sad stories. Mm -hmm. She's got drama in her life and trauma but at the point that i'm in her childhood she had some solid foundation too with family and loved ones yeah yeah which is i think part of why she's been so successful it's because she did have a large family group around her or just like some stability even if it was you know even if her parents were less than i mean her dad but that's a separate topic but but uh i think she did have some good people around her all right thank you for that update when we come back, where did you go trick-or-treating? Yeah. Like, where'd you go get your candy? Yeah, maybe. Like, not the streets that you the actually streets. went. <laughs> 